advice Just call Danny, he'll treat you nice Cause he's the realest agent All right, welcome back to the Realist Agent Podcast. I am Danny Cassis. I am the Realist Agent, and this is my podcast. And this is episode nine, and I thought it was episode 10 uh, because I had actually recorded an episode nine a couple weeks ago, and apparently I just didn't publish it, and I couldn't in good conscience just publish it uh, after the fact, this long after the fact, because it's been a few weeks, and there was some very specific information in there uh, that related to fantasy football. And I made some predictions that just didn't quite come true, and uh, I just didn't think it was the right thing to post it. Um, mainly because the predictions uh, made me look like a dummy. Um, I would have been happy to post it if all of my predictions came true and I would have made some kind of like, you know, some kind of point I would have actually gone in and edited it and said, Hey, I recorded this a few, a few weeks ago and I made these predictions then. And I just want the record to show that I was right, but I wasn't right. I was wrong. And I did not win the championship for the third year in a row. Uh, I came in third place, which means I get my money back, uh, which means I live to fight another day. Um, and I'll be back next season to, you know, pretty much live and die by what my my imaginary team is doing. And, uh, you know, pretty much consume my Sundays. And if you know anything about fantasy football, it's all skill, by the way. Uh there's no luck involved. It's all, you know, it's, if you win, it is 100% because you, you were just doing everything right and you knew it. Uh, it's all in your hands. There's nothing left to chance. And of course I'm being entirely facetious. Uh, if anybody tells you that there's any skill involved, okay, there's a little bit of skill, just a little bit. It's not even really skill. It's just kind of knowing a little bit about the teams and the players and matchups and stuff like that. But uh, I didn't know anything about football, uh, pro football anyway, before before I joined this league like seven or eight years ago or something. Um, and uh, I think... I think I got second place my first year. You don't, you really don't have to know anything. You can pick it up as you go along. And um, and uh, your wife's going to love it. That's It's just a guarantee. Uh, anyway, so yeah, <clears throat> it's a new year. Um, I think it's the uh, January 10th. Man, I've been, I've been off for a little while and I'm... I kind of missed this whole podcasting thing. Um, actually, I really missed it. I, I just did not have really much time over the holidays to to get out here and and do it. But uh, we just uh, we just got back from Disney World. Uh, anybody knows anybody who's who knows who's ever been there. Uh, it's yeah, it's a pretty cool place, and it's expensive as hell. 
So uh, please buy a house from me. Um, please tell everybody you know to buy a house from me. Um, or, you know, if they want to sell their house, I can do that too. Uh, I got to pay for this for this uh, experience that we had. Um, the, the house of mouse, uh, is going to have a lien on my house pretty soon if I don't pay the piper. Um, but no, it was, it was good. It was a good trip. Uh, it's, uh, it's a lot different from Disneyland in that there's, you know, there's a bunch of different parks and they're all spread out, you know, uh, Walt Disney bought this swamp land for something like the equivalent of 18 billion dollars back in the 60s or whatever um which is insane but i'd say it paid off for him um anyway uh <clears throat> so i actually i considered doing something new this time and maybe uh maybe i'll find a way to like see if some people would think it's cool, but, uh, I considered doing like a live stream of my podcast so people could actually, you know, punch in or whatever. And on like Instagram live, um, I don't, I have no idea if anybody would think that's interesting to watch at all. Me sitting by myself in a shed talking, but, uh, I've, I've had some success on social media. Uh, you know, Everybody says that you got to be on social media to promote your business. And, uh, you know, somehow, I don't know if anybody actually gets any business from social media, like real estate agents. I don't know if anybody sees their social media and they're like, oh, I'm going to buy a house from this guy. Because um, everything I post that's real estate related uh, gets like, I don't know, 200 views and like two likes. And one of them is me. I'll like my own stuff. Hey, if I can if I can write myself in for president of the United States on the ballot, uh, I can like my own post. I don't know why it's considered so uh, uncouth or whatever to like your own stuff, but to hell with it. Uh, if I didn't like it, I wouldn't have posted it in the first place. So let's let's put it on the record that I like it. Um. Anyway, yeah. I've, you know, <clears throat> I've had a little bit of success, but none of it has been real estate related stuff. Like I have one, I have one TikTok video that has almost 2 million views and it's me like it's, it's, I put, I put in words or whatever, uh, captions, the lyrics to a Pearl Jam song, the lyrics that I hear because it's a nonsensical song. You can't, nobody can, it's, uh, the lyrics are completely unintelligible, even for Pearl Jam. Uh, Yellow Lead Better is the song, if you know what I'm talking about. It's a lot of like, there's no, nobody knows the words. And even Eddie Vedder, I guess, changes the words every concert uh, because he can. Um yeah, I had that one. And then I just posted one. I posted one. Uh, this was like right after Christmas. Uh, I was showing how I turn a cupcake into a sandwich. I, I twist the bottom off, flip it over, put it on top of the frosting and make like a cupcake sandwich so you don't get frosting on your nose. 
all of a sudden, like yesterday or day before yesterday, it starts getting views. It got like 18,000 views or something. Uh, but none of it's real estate related and it's not helping me in any way. Um, it's just, <laughs> it's just the stuff that, you know, I, I'm like, yeah, hey, this is kind of interesting. And I guess other people think it's interesting too, but I don't know what, how does, how I'm supposed to leverage, uh, social media, in my real estate business, but, uh, whatever. I mean, that's never been like a, a strategy of mine, like an actual strategy for, for, uh, earning, earning a living, um, being on social media. But anyway, I thought that maybe I might do that like a li Instagram live or whatever. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I want to see, or if I want people to see me, you know, doing my thing in here. Um, the stuff that I do end up posting, uh, little snippets of the podcast, you know, those are, those are like curated and hand selected. And I think, I also think it might be distracting knowing that people are, are actually watching me live. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so I, what I want to talk about today, it's a new year. Uh, there's a ton of uncertainty about the market and, you know, interest rates are higher than they have been, although they're lower than they than they got to recently. They're just right above 6% right now, um, which when they were pushing 7.5% uh, just a couple months ago, 6% um, looks pretty good. But what's even better than 6% is 4%. And there are people that are getting close to 4% rates right now. And I will tell you all about it. And I can't wait to tell you all about it uh, because that's something that's going to save a lot of people who need to buy a house. It's going to save them a lot of money uh, in the first couple of years while they're uh, while we're waiting for rates to come down, which they inevitably will come down. These rates will come down. They're only this high because uh, the Fed is trying to curb inflation. They're still working on that. And you know, that that's, there's a, a purpose behind these high rates right now. And once that purpose is served, those rates are going to come back down. So rather than wait for those rates to come back down, which will push prices back up, there's a solution to lower your interest rate by 2% in the first year and 1% in the second year. And then in the third year, it just uh, goes back to the uh, default rate, whatever the whatever the market rate was uh, at the beginning. So, for example, uh, I didn't check this morning. It's, it was still early, but um, yesterday morning, the uh, 30-year fixed average was 6.14%. So that means in year one, you're getting 4.14%, which is, I mean, that's a great that's a great rate in any market. Uh, so you get that the first year, second year, you get 5.14%, which is still, I mean, 5%, that's anything between four and 6% is, you know, generally that's a good rate. There's nothing wrong with those rates. Um, and then in the third year, you know, you go to the, you kind of uh, go back to the, the original 6.14%. 
Now, <clears throat> there is a cost for that, of course. Nothing is free. Nobody's just going give, to give you free money uh, and sell you a loan for less than uh, for less than everybody else for no reason. Um, so there is, you do pay an upfront sum to get that. However, in this market right now, because it's the market is uh, it's it's gone slack the last couple months because of the rates. Uh, it's become common for sellers to pay that fee or pay that sum. It's not really a fee. It's a, it's just a, an upfront sum for the buyer so that they can buy down their rate, which makes the, their, the home that they're selling a lot more affordable to the buyer and therefore a lot more attractive to purchase. Um, in some cases, that's the only way that deals are getting done. Sellers are actually giving buyers 10, 12, 15, $20,000 right now. Believe it or not, sellers are giving buyers money in order for them to buy down their rate so that they can afford the house uh, or, or so the house can be more affordable, I should say. Uh, for the first couple of years while we're waiting for rates to come down. And then when rates ultimately come down, which they will, uh, those buyers who bought now can refinance into a fixed rate. And by the way, uh, let's say, you know, let's say the, the upfront sum is like $15,000. Uh, and you know, the first year is great. Uh, second year, you, the rates have come down and you can actually refinance and get a better rate than you would with the 1% discount that you'd be if you stayed in that, uh, in that two, one buy down. Um, there's leftover money in that, uh, from that sum, that's your money that the seller gave you. That's basically your money that, that the lender is holding onto and they're applying it towards, uh, towards that buy down. Well, if you don't use it for that buy down in the second year, that's still your money. You can apply uh, that that money to uh, a refinance towards your closing costs. So your refinance might not cost you anything. Like at this, more people need to know about this. Um, I think I think a lot of people are. I I know a lot of people think that. Uh, you know, agents like me who need to pay for their Disney World trips just want just trying to get people to buy. Well, of course, I mean, of course, it's my business to for for people to to let me help them buy houses. Um, but it's my business to it's it's my job to get people the information that's actually helpful to them. I've said it before. I've never convinced anybody to buy a house. But hey, if if uh if high interest rates are holding you back and I don't, I don't uh, suggest a solution. Um, if that's the only thing that's holding you back, then I'm not doing my job and I'm not helping you. So I'm trying to get this information out there to help those people who want to buy and who would buy if the, if the rates were a little bit lower, uh, because, because there's a very good chance that they can buy, and it's a very, uh, it's a very unique opportunity right now 
because of the market conditions. And man, I just have, you know, nobody knows what's going to happen, but I have this gut feeling that in the next couple months, uh, you know, it's, it, this, this opportunity isn't going to be as prevalent as it is, uh, currently. So, um, it's definitely something that you want to look into, uh, if you're kind of in the market to buy a house. I've said before, if you're thinking about buying a house, you should just talk to a lender and get pre-approved uh, for a mortgage so you can see uh, th- what you're actually pre-approved for and see monthly payments and see if it makes sense. And, you know, we can talk about it and, and and uh, you know, if it makes sense, we'll, we'll go out and we'll shop and we'll find you a house. Um, and same thing, you know, same thing applies for sellers. Most of the time, sellers are also buyers, right? People don't just sell their house and then disappear. They got to live somewhere. Uh, you know, if they're planning to live somewhere for, you know, the next three, five, seven years, definitely makes sense for them to buy, um, you know, maybe rent temporarily while they're trying to figure out exactly where they, they want to buy. But uh, sellers are buyers too. So this information applies uh, not only to people who don't currently own, but also to people who do own and they want to sell because they want to move. Um, and, you know, yeah, if you're a seller, there there's a good chance that that you're going to come out of pocket, uh, not even come out of pocket. Uh, a lot of times there's there's ways, there's things we can do uh, to where it benefits both the seller and the buyer. We push the price up a little bit in order to get that credit back. Uh, seller stays somewhat whole. And a buyer's able to buy down their rate and, uh, you know, it's because it's not their money, really, technically. It's a, it's a credit from the, from the seller. It's still everybody wins. Um, so, yeah, if you're a seller, there's a good chance you might have to uh, offer something in, in terms of that credit or concession. But when you go to buy, you're going to take advantage of that as a buyer uh, when you go to buy your next place. You're going to look for a seller who's willing to uh, actually offer that credit so that you can buy your rate down. And again, you know, everybody wins. There's no there's no perfect market where where the a buyer gets a great deal on a house at a great rate with a bunch of credits and concessions uh, and uh, and the seller gets to have you know, their cake and eat it too. But right now it's, it's a unique time where, uh, you know, we're kind of on that razor's edge where, where both parties can really benefit. Um, and it's really something worth looking into. So, um, I'm having a buyer's, uh, workshop in, uh, uh, next week on the, on the 19th and the 21st. Uh, if that's something that that you're interested in, um, if you're thinking about buying a house, uh, that's definitely something that you can benefit from. Um, we're gonna have a lender there to answer questions about financing. Um, obviously, I'm gonna be there to uh, talk about the buying process, um, uh, the the benefits of of owning, whether it's a good time to buy uh, based on you know different situations. Yeah, if, if you're not planning to to live in the in the house for 
two years or more, if you're planning to move, yeah, it doesn't make sense to buy. I'm not, I'm not here to say that everybody should buy a house all the time. It doesn't always make sense. But, um, so we're going to talk about that kind of stuff. Uh, and some of the, some of the real advantages to buying over renting. Um, and even if you already own, uh, you know, the advantages of, of owning a second property that you're renting out for income. Um, you know, real estate is the, is the, uh, is the greatest path to building wealth. And, uh, you know, I say it all the time. I'm always beating this drum. The, uh, net worth of a homeowner is on average 40 times that of a renter. So, um, I'm just out here trying to spread that gospel and, uh, and lead everyone to the, bountiful waters of home ownership. So that's pretty much all I have for today. Um, if you got anything out of this episode, as always, uh, like, subscribe, five-star review, whatever, all that stuff, and share with somebody that you think might be able to benefit from it or just might enjoy it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I said before, I'm not, I'm not here to grow this podcast into... Uh, you know, a money-making enterprise or anything like that. But I do want to use it to get the word out and uh, and share, you know, share the, the real estate stuff. So uh, that's all I have for today. As always, I hope you have the best day ever. Enjoy the intro music on the way out. Just call Danny, he'll treat you nice Cause he's the realest agent